0: Log Talk Radio
1: Hey! Quiet on the set!
2: It's IWS Radio Starring The IWS Players Guy On Your Dick Slider Talk. Joshua Bobby Craft Reverend Moneymaker Paul Pyatt Dusty Sandman Debbie Stonehenge And welcome to another exciting edition of IWS Radio, a.k.a. I'm with Stupid. This is J-Man, coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, a man who loves America almost as much as Kanye West loves Kanye West. A mat Man, bitches.
1: It's not easy chilling with the Matman. That boy never stops pacing.
3: Greetings, cheers, and welcome to I'm with Stupid. This is the Man, coming to you from the patriotic digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. <laughs> How the hell are you this Memorial Day weekend, J-Man?
2: Uh, you know what? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Indianapolis 500's getting ready to... Getting ready to start, they're doing the anthem.
3: Oh, they still run that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah,
0: apparently so. Really? Yeah. yeah.
2: They're getting all patriotic there. Everybody's saluting and have got the flags flying. So
3: Did Jim Neighbors already, you know, take his walker out there and
2: send back <laughs> home in
0: Indiana.
2: So, the, the late great Jim Neighbors. <laughs> uh, no, Leanne Rhymes is gonna sing the anthem or she's going to sing something. I don't have the volume on. No. No, yeah, of course you don't. She's looking very patriotic in an extremely short white dress. Looking good, friend. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All
3: yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good.
2: Okay, so there's the update on that. <laughs> Yeah, We should have had somebody from Indy call in today and tell us all about what's happening there.
3: Yeah,
2: well. Too late now. Unless. Yeah,
3: well. What?
2: Unless somebody out there in Indy is listening.
3: That's right. They could call us up. Yeah. I think the 317 area code, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure. Right. So I how don't you do know that. why I know that. I'm all right. <laughs> Busy week, busy week at the beer mine, J-Man, since oh, Thursday. Non-stop. Oh, really? oh nah, yeah. Well,
2: well, that's good, you know. Stay busy.
3: Yeah, people buying Making up that money. Pepsi just like the one you popped.
2: Actually, it's a Coca-Cola this week.
3: What?
2: Well, funny
3: story. Hey. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dollar General had has uh, Coke, two 12-packs for $5 this week.
3: Right? Wow. So yeah.
2: even though I'm a Pepsi man.
3: I know you are. A,
2: you can't turn down a bargain like that. Two large 50 cents for a 12-pack. So I had to go down there and uh, get a couple of 12-packs.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, you'd think that'd be a simple enough uh operation just grab two 12 packs and maybe a box of uh nutty bars or something like that uh-huh uh uh-huh. set them up there <laughs> yeah. well there's some dude who came in and he starts asking questions like it's complicated right what's the limit on these uh-huh well, it's just four that was the limit how uh-huh. long are they on sale well through sat through the 24th or until we run out whichever comes first she says of course, she can't ring me up while she's answering him because I'd be doing two things at once. Yeah. So I'm just standing there. And he says, well, what day is the 24th? Is that Sunday? Oh, God. And then they had a big discussion. Three of them stood there having a discussion about which day was the 24th. <laughs> Finally, I couldn't stand it, and I said, "Saturday's the 24th. It's Saturday. <laughs> and they all look at me, and they go, you sure?
3: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, hell no, I'm not sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I, said, and I finally just said, I don't know, man. You're going to have to look at a calendar or something.
3: Don't trust God. me, I guess. <laughs> it's like
2: he was buying a car, man. He was really, he was really concerned oh, about this. Oh,
3: yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these dope smokers that come through the beer mine with all these little cigar wraps that are Boy, we got like six different flavors, and they stare at them longer than someone picking out a house to buy. <laughs>
2: uh huh. It is amazing how quickly people make a decision on a house versus uh, uh-huh. whether to get Coke or Pepsi, <laughs> yeah.
3: or Sour Apple or Purple Haze Wrap. Boy, how know. could you go?
2: How could you not go with the Purple Haze every time?
3: Just for the name alone. Right.
2: I guess people Mm. like a little variety. Got any grape flavored?
3: Well, that's what purple haze is. It's grape
2: flavored. What about cherry? They just
3: give it a sexy name.
2: (laughs) What about cherry? I'm a big fan of cherry.
3: Uh, A big seller, Jay, man. Uh, Wet mango. Wet mango. A wet mango wrap to stuff your marijuana in. That's
0: that's the yeah, thing. good for them now
3: we don't sell so marijuana, while, of, course. of course, well,
2: not yet, it's not legal yet <laughs> <laughs> when they legalize it, <clears throat> it, might be, oh, we'll be all over that, <laughs> yeah, so while they're staring at those rappers, trying to decide, do you ever hear? <laughs>
3: In a way, but it's a more visual <laughs> drum roll because you can see their eyes starting to focus, narrowing, <laughs> they, narrowing their decision
2: down as they dart back in, uh, among all of them real quickly and then start narrowing in on one. Okay.
3: Uh-huh. And then once <laughs> and they then pick one, they get a couple. Once they finally decide on one, I give it to them. They need a couple bags of Doritos and a Snickers.
2: Right. But when they finally yeah. say,
3: Purple Haze, isn't it? Yep, that's what happens. And then I say, never come back here again. (laughs) And, boy, let me tell you, I had a couple of those yesterday.
2: can't believe the amount of hate you guys dish out on your own customers, and you're still in business. It's incredible.
3: (laughs) Well, yeah. And I love it when someone, if I'm rude to someone, and not rude, I'm only rude. I'm just Forceful. I'm firm, (laughs) J-Man. If someone's a jerk, and I love it when they say, I'm going to tell your boss, and I think, oh, boy, I can't wait.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All your customers are like, you know, battered wife syndrome. They just keep coming back. (laughs) They treat you so hard,
3: I know, but I love them so much.
2: Hey, we got a few folks in the chat room.
3: Yes, we do. Nice looking chat room. A few guests. Got Uh Sue, and of course, J Man. Oh yeah. As always. (music) (music) Have (music) a (laughs) time. Yeah.
2: Hell yeah, Jamie, our favorite Canadian. This is Jamie. Yeah, she actually asked me yesterday oh. if Canadians were allowed to call in during our Great American Celebration today. I
3: think well, of, I saw course of
2: course they are. Of course they are. We are a Canada-friendly show, for the most part. Damn right. So, so you know, Canadians can call world... in anytime they like. It.
3: Oh, yeah. And ever since World War One, we've been in this big memorial thing together. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I like about Jamie introducing me every week, Jamie? What's that? And she always does a stellar job, of course. You know? Yeah. A little nervous to begin with kind of weaving back and forth. And then she gives me balance when I hear her introduction. It's like Jamie's my big toe. So here's <laughs> to you, Jamie. You are my big toe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of soothes you and just kind of settles yeah. you down. Just,
3: yes, yeah, just exactly.
2: Yeah, just enough to go. Now you're ready. Yep. That's excellent. What else happened? Anything else big happened?
3: No, oh god, a lot of exact changers yesterday.
2: Oh no, very interesting. Oh
3: boy, and you know, j man, I told you we were busy. Uh, comes to fourteen twenty-seven. I know I got four. I know I got twenty-seven cents in here somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm. <sighs> digging through the console, they, digging in the ashtrays. Yeah.
3: Then they have it, and then they drop it.
2: Right. Or they drop. Well, they'll, they'll, either, they'll either drop that or they'll drop the change when you give it to them. One of the two, right?
3: Oh, yeah, that happens, too. <laughs> then I had several. I mean, I get them once in a while, but I bet I had half a dozen yesterday pulled in with a couple cars behind them. And before they order, they say, well, let me see how much money I brought with me. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> and that's when they start doing the price checking. <laughs> I even had one yesterday. How much would a bag of Grippos, a Snickers, and two Mountain Dews be? And you know, I just have to fucking freaking ring it up in my head. Evidently,
2: that would be seven hundred off,
3: off the top of my head. Be,
2: yeah. Oh yeah. You know this stuff. You're you're on Ooh. top of your game. Mm-hmm. Maybe four hundred and seventy-four grams of sugar. I don't know what the price would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell
3: of a lot of uh,
2: caffeine, buddy. That's what it'll be.
3: Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, because here's here's the worst thing about holidays, such as especially in the summer, like Memorial Day, July July Fourth, and Labor Day. We have people come through the drive-thru who have never been through a drive-thru before.
0: Oh,
2: yeah.
3: And don't understand the cool.
2: concept. <laughs> well, it's a pretty cool experience. They don't have them in very many places. Not, not, the, not your kind of drive-thru. Oh,
3: no one has one like us.
2: <laughs> well, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Roads in Bagwine, Ohio.
3: Yes. With well, shiny new right sidewalk on. and a driveway approach since the uh, gas company fixed everything and they are finally out of there.
2: Well, Excellent.
3: Finished up. They're not driving
2: by flipping you off anymore?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no more jackhammers like we had this past week. I'll tell you what, I didn't know which was worse. The, the noise of the jackhammers or the noise of drive-by Mikey? Yelling about them being there.
4: That's terrible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but we're all good to go there now.
2: Well, I'm glad. And then it gets a little old, that jackhammer, you know, just going. Yeah, it
0: does.
2: Pretty annoying. Almost as bad as the dude with the weed eater outside the window. We had that this week.
3: Oh, J-Man. That added to my you know, I told you I got a couple of phone calls this morning, which I mm-hmm. really didn't want it's, you know
2: yeah, well
3: <laughs> the long the long crew showed up this morning too, oh,
2: there you go, man <laughs>
3: yeah, it's been a perfect storm today thus far yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah the we had the uh had the weed eater guys out there under under the windows, you know early in the morning, while, well, it's still cool, you know. And then, of course, you know, there's just being a holiday weekend. There's kids everywhere. Kids right. everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. they
2: there riding their bikes and throwing footballs around and playing tag. and, and ha- Oh, stop. my God. There's Jim Neighbors right there. There He you is go. there.
3: He is back home in Indiana, baby.
2: He is. He looks
3: good.
0: Looks good for
2: a yeah, guy that's 137 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, Larry King just jumped off his couch and said, My God, he's still alive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
3: So that oh, was the I highlights and lo- lights of my week. Other than Schmidt's well, trip to Walmart.
0: Did you go to oh. Walmart this week?
2: Oh, did I ever? <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Only one, only one little incident this week. Right, no. I thought I was going to make it. Said so that you know, right there. I only had one more item to get. Had to get some uh, frozen uh, rolls. You know, the sister Schubert rolls.
3: Uh
2: huh. Mm. Good, good. And you know, you got to, you know, you can't just open the thing up and grab them and run because otherwise you might end up with the whole wheat rolls and it ruins everything because I don't want that help. Right. Shit. So anyway. As I'm getting the rolls, I hear somebody say, sir, sir, sir. And I'm like, God, they cannot be talking to me. I turn around, and there's a woman standing there in a flowery sundress with a straw hat, kind of the mini pearl look, right? Uh
3: Uh-huh.
2: And sunglasses. And she's holding a thing of bananas. And she says, they have a tremendous deal on bananas this week. It basically comes out to be five pounds for a dollar. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, all right, thanks. <laughs> and she said, "Bananas are good for you. It's healthy food." Yeah. I <laughs> said, "You're right. I should have asked her if they were organic." <laughs>
3: or free range. Are those free range
2: bananas? (laughs) Free range bananas. And so, but then when I was standing in line, it suddenly hits me. She can't sit there and eat five pounds of bananas before they go bad.
0: (laughs) Well, you don't know that.
2: (laughs) That's all you're gonna do all weekend long. Just sit there on the couch. In her sundress eating bananas.
3: Well, J-Man, maybe she was hoping someone would come over and help her eat them this weekend. It's possible. Can you
2: O-D on potassium? Because <laughs> I'm also a little worried about her.
3: God. hope she's okay. Yeah, me too.
2: Anyway. Maybe she's going to make some banana puddings.
3: That is, we well, up you know, there. You go,
2: banana bread. Because I
3: hear banana puddings also very good for you.
2: I guess so. <laughs> banana cookies.
3: hmm Banana splits.
2: Banana. Banana smoothies. Yeah. <laughs> banana pancake. rama. <Banana-rama.
3: laughs> <laughs> Banana Rama would be very good. Oh for me.
2: man. Banana Rama yeah. can come and hang out at my house any time they want. <laughs> yeah,
3: make it a cruel summer, baby.
0: <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that was my exciting moment at Walmart right there. Sir uh, Sir Sir <laughs> God, Damn, it can't be me, can it? <laughs> <laughs> That's almost as great. Though. Of course, the worst ever, though, you know, is when you're getting something off the shelf and you hear somebody come up behind you in one of those little uh, scooters, little, you know, coming up and he stops and says, "I know you." <laughs> I just drop my head and sigh.
3: <laughs> just,
2: Why me? Why me, God? Why me?
3: <laughs> what have I ever done?
2: so anyway folks uh, you're looking for some bananas Walmart's got a deal go out there and get you some and and take that uh, that Dollar General flyer Walmart will match Dollar General prices so get you some Coke too
3: but only on the 24th whatever day that is
2: through the 24th oh shit it's over (laughs) tough break (laughs) y'all Well, Dollar General has Pepsi this week, so.
3: Oh. For, uh,
2: yeah, three three twelve packs for nine
3: dollars. So. We'll be back on schedule.
2: Yeah, things will be back to normal.
3: <laughs>
2: mhm. Guess I'll, I'll go in there and interrogate them about Pepsi.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are the hidden details? What are you trying to do to me here? <laughs> All right. All right. Yep. A couple more people in the chat room. Welcome. All I the guests. I see
3: that.
2: Again, guests. Hey, you want to participate in the chat room? Kind of a show within a show. You guys could talk to each other, hook up, make mm-hmm. lifelong friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just go to blogtalkradio.com and register. It's free, fast, and easy, just like your host. Or, they could also participate by calling in on the Great American Hotline
3: at 661-244-9852. Six, six, yep.
2: A show of somber reflection.
3: Yes, and, which know, we'll get into here in a second. <laughs> yeah, one other thing, J-Man. Um, mm-hmm. This is kind of disturbing. You know our friend, Louise. The oh, yeah. beer mine ice man who delivers our ice, mm-hmm. he had to make an emergency delivery yesterday. I got a hold of him Friday night, and he showed up yesterday, and I said, you know, I never get to see you anymore. Why is that? And you know what Luis told me, J-Man? Oh, boy. Uh, from now on, I deliver Tuesdays after 4 or sometime on Thursday. And you know why that is, J-Man? It's because I'm not there, but Beer Mind Beth is.
0: Oh. hmm Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. He's only going to deliver when the uh, when the lady is there.
3: Yeah. I gave him hell about it. You know, Louise, we've had you on our, on our show.
0: Hell, yes.
3: Try to help you out, support you. And that's the thanks. That's the thanks we get.
0: Hurtful. Hurtful.
3: It is.
2: Oh, well. I was just wondering why we don't have a,
3: (laughs) hey, (laughs) lady. Yeah, we really should. But you know what we should do, (laughs) J-Man? What should we do? We should probably kick off the Memorial Day theme of our show, shouldn't we?
2: We should do it. Let's do it.
3: And let's kick it off with IWS Radio's very own Buddy Acapella singing our national anthem. And now, and now, please rise for the sing singing of our National, national anthem, 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 performed tonight, tonight by IWS, IWS recording star and international singing team Buddy oh, oh, hey, hey, can, can you, see, you
0: see, see
3: by the dawn's early light? were so, so gallantly, gallantly streaming. streaming, and
2: That was beautiful. Man, uh-huh. I'm feeling so patriotic right now. I can barely Ten times it.
3: better than Roseanne. Ten times better than Roseanne. Version. <laughs> at,
2: at least 15 times better than Carl Lewis.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'd forgotten about that.
2: <laughs> you know, anytime you stop and say, uh-oh, during the middle of the anthem, you, you're really in trouble.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Well, good job, buddy. Right. That was nice. Yeah, excellent,
2: excellent, buddy. That was,
3: that was one of my not, That was recorded renditions. at a that was recorded at a Toledo Mud Hens game, Jamie.
2: Yeah, Jamie Farr was there.
3: Yeah, he was.
2: <laughs> he threw out the first pitch. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's almost that. That is right behind Marvin Gaye's rendition of the anthem to me. That's number. That's Marvin Gaye is number one A, and Buddy is one B.
3: That close, wow! Yeah, that's why he makes big bucks.
2: Jose Feliciano is, you know, next.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So, so Buddy moved ahead of Jose. (laughs)
0: All right. So. All right. Anyway,
2: it's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, we're doing good. We're rolling. Thanks, guys. It's Memorial Day weekend. It's uh. You know? Time to have uh, furniture sales and
0: <laughs>
3: Toyota fine and
2: mattress sales and
3: <laughs> Go cut a deal at the car dealership with a Uncle Sam on stilts.
2: <laughs> you know it. They're a great big huge uh, Uncle Sam balloon thing, you know. Got the <laughs> <laughs> Got the heater, the air thing below it to blow it up, and it's. Because
3: those are always are flames, creepy because they're about. just. Yeah, wailing them. Huh? <laughs>
2: yeah. Ah, ah. It's like they're coming at you at any moment.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: Maybe a few of them will have a Godzilla since the movie opened this week or last yeah. week or whatever.
3: Yeah. That's what
2: a murk is all about. Maybe some. Uh, some uh x men action, mhm, something like that, you know, speaking of the anthem, uh slash did the anthem at the uh, Los Angeles Kings versus the uh chicago Blackhawks N h l playoff game last night
3: yeah i I'd read that, I didn't hear it, but
2: yeah, I it. did a pretty good, pretty good job. It was great oh, because was when good. they 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 introduced him, they have what is called the uh the hero of the game. Each game, they bring out a member of the armed forces, and you know, to, to salute, and then they do right. the anthem. Oh, well, well, I'm sorry. It's the Northrop Grumman hero of the game. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> Luckily, we get a little uh, corporate sponsor there.
3: Not the American hero. hero. The moment. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> well, you know, Northrop Grumman, you know, the, the kings make a little money, and we send a marine out there to stand on the ice and just stand there. That's what he does. Yep. And then, uh, and then Slash played the anthem. And then afterwards, they uh, let everybody know that Slash has a new CD coming out <laughs> <laughs> later this month. <laughs> so it all worked out. It worked out great for everybody except the the marine who was guarding his amp. <laughs>
3: <laughs> God, that is so American. <laughs> I <laughs> know it doesn't. <laughs> that
2: was red, white, and blue all over right there. Uh-huh.
3: If you can't get endorsements, the terrorists win.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Big, huge defense contractor endorsing your anthem. You're all right. In fact, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. You know that maybe our government, maybe the government could do that. You know, they could keep taxes down by you know selling naming rights to the to the anthem and to God Bless America, and you know so the General Washington Motors Monument. God Bless America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it
0: Could work. All right.
3: So any big plans of, of you know, reflection and solemnity uh, on
2: the day of? Oh, sure, sure. There'll be you know I'll, there'll be some uh, moments of quiet reflection and a little meditation. Uh, Relic. I'll, yeah, yeah. I just you know I know it doesn't seem like you can be a patriot without going on social media and telling everybody what a great patriot you are. But, but trust right, me, you exactly. can. <laughs> you can, folks. It, it's possible. <laughs> you can be a Christian so, without Mr. telling everybody that you're a better Christian than everybody else.
3: You, can you need do a picture things. on your Facebook page. Post haste. Chop chop.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. I know there were. You know, and and I, and, I, <laughs> and I need to like everybody else's. Otherwise. No,
3: that's right. You
2: know, otherwise I hate America too, you know. Ninety nine point seven percent of people won't even like this or share this.
3: Oh I love Those, those people posts. are all,
2: Yeah, those are communists going to hell.
3: I like one I saw a few months back. Um, it was about um stopping internet bullying. <laughs> of you won't post this, but that's because you're a chicken. See, aren't they kind of bullying me? (laughs) Yeah, you're kind of being bullied
2: bullied into posting an anti-bully
0: post.
2: Uh Uh-huh. A little bit. Yeah, of course, the uh, American uh, stuff. The Memorial Day stuff is uh, going to have to fight with the uh, stop violence against women stuff because of uh, that dude in Santa Barbara yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's going to, you're going to be flooded with all of it.
0: Yeah.
2: But at least he had a manifesto. I'm, I'm tired of these people going on shooting sprees with no manifesto.
3: Yeah, I, I, let's have a clue. Could we have a little background right, information for God's sake? Hi. If you're going to take the time to plan this out, you can leave
2: yeah. a little note. Oh, yeah. Well, he did. He did a few, a few, few videos, and uh, all of which got way more hits than uh, than our YouTube videos do. It's a little disturbing. <laughs> Anyway, he was mad because uh still a virgin.
0: Yeah.
2: <clears throat> and all the uh, stuck-up, pretty blonde women were ignoring him, a supreme yeah. gentleman, for what he called obnoxious brutes.
3: So. Well, at least he got it out of the way early, because I'm, <laughs> I'm getting to that point now at 49, so <laughs> yeah, everyone's thinking. <laughs> Getting a little pissed. <laughs>
2: uh-huh, uh-huh.
3: uh-huh. So he uh Yeah, good time Charlie to... has the blues here in the bag line dig, man. <laughs> he, he he dealt with his uh
2: with his frustrations by uh going out and killing people and his plan was to go to a sorority house. Afterwards, I guess. After the the initial mm-hmm. shootings and stuff. He was gonna go to a sorority house and slaughter all every single Blonde woman there because of uh, all the women who have uh, rejected him. And you know, Matt, people try to call us misogynists. Are you kidding?
3: You got to be kidding.
2: Yeah.
3: No, I've had. I I drew up some plans about going to several sorority houses in my life, but it did not include slaughtering them.
2: (laughs) No, it didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, sure, you know, when I was in college, maybe we, uh, you know, would, you know, go out for a little walk and, you know, walk around behind the sorority house and see if anybody had their Mm -hmm. curtains up, but,
1: you know, good, harmless fun. Exactly. Oh, no, that's not sexist (laughs) at all.
2: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, the dorm I lived in, in Holcomb Hall, uh... Right across the alley from my room was the Delta Gamma sorority house.
0: Oh, the DG. Oh, yeah.
2: the, the Dick Grabbers. That's right.
0: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> and, uh huh. And they used people would gather in the rooms on that end of the hall in the dark and uh, watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say all of. I would just say you know some of us who uh, you know the losers. <laughs> The ones who weren't getting invited to the parties.
3: Somehow, you know, that doesn't excite me, because what you're saying and how how you put it is, some of the Delta Gammas would huddle in a corner in the dark no. across from the alley from my room. Oh, yeah, yeah. that sounds <laughs> sexy.
2: No, no, no. Everybody would just kind of, you know, watch and see if any of the girls had their, their blinds open. And some yeah. of them did all the time. And well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't take didn't take long before we realized that they knew what they were doing. But uh anyway there was one who would sit there and study naked every night.
0: Oh. Uh, uh, well we, you want to be free. We
2: studied along with her. Yeah, we studied with her. It's kind of like a little you know, group study session. <laughs>
3: sure. <laughs> Nothing Ben Franklin wouldn't have done.
2: That's right. That's right.
3: And if it's so that's good enough for a great American like Ben Franklin, it's good enough for anyone. Damn
2: right. That's great American activities right there. So, oh, You got you got big Memorial Day plans?
3: Uh, no. Well, I got to go up to the beer mine and fix the cash register, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> got an Did emergency say, phone call 15 minutes prior to the show.
2: Yeah. Did she say what was wrong with it, like it won't open, and she can't give anybody change?
3: <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. I'd tell her to leave it like that. <laughs>
2: tell them to come back tomorrow for their change.
3: Uh-huh. We'll write it down. We'll keep track of it for you. No, <laughs> uh, it sounds like a computer glitch like it just needs to be shut off and reopened. functions Some of the functions aren't working. No. Oh. Yeah.
2: Well that happens. That happens sometimes.
3: Other than that, no, we're yep. just gonna hang out, probably play patriotic music all day and then eat brats and potato salad.
2: Watch war movies?
3: If there's any good ones on. I haven't,
2: I haven't checked, checked the lineup. up. Yeah, the the longest day was on yesterday if you had four hours. I hate to spare.
3: that movie.
2: Oh. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, they have a habit of showing all that, just showing like John Wayne movies. I don't care for those.
3: I would like to see a Bridge Too Far. Patton.
2: I've seen. See, Mister Roberts is on right now. That's a quality uh,
0: movie right there.
3: I want. Henry Fonda. I, don't, I don't want. I don't want a comedy. It's a quasi quasi comedy. <laughs> you
2: don't. You don't want funny wars. You want serious wars. No. Ensign Pulver is on after that. That's not good Oh, be my it, God. Huh? Nobody's showing the Battle of Midway anyway. That's crazy.
3: Mm-hmm. Battle of the Bulge, that's another favorite of mine.
0: Yeah.
3: Probably should have used a little good. music scene in that movie for the end song, since I wasted... <sighs> 90 minutes of my life last night trying to get 99 <laughs> seconds of a song for the end of the show. Hey,
2: you know what? It's worth it, though. It's worth it. We put on such a, an awesome show.
3: I know. People don't understand sometimes.
2: Yeah, no, they don't. They don't. But I tell you, speaking of war movies, Joshua was here this week. And he's got a review oh. of the great war movie. I kind of already mentioned That's
0: it.
3: Cool. Yeah.
2: Joshua, like the rest of us, is a big fan of the movie Midway.
3: Awesome show. Oh,
2: great stuff. So, yep. uh, take it away, Joshua. Joshua here with the Hollywood Report for IWS Radio. You know, Hollywood has made hundreds and hundreds of great war movies. I love almost all of them that don't star John Wayne. But my absolute favorite is Midway. This movie tells of the gritty and high-stakes battle of Midway that was the turning point in the war in the Pacific during World War II. It has an all-star cast that includes... Charlton Heston, Henry Ford, James Coburn, Glenn Ford, Hal Holbrook, Robert Wagner, Robert Mitchum, Cliff Robertson, and the list goes on and on and on. Basically, the movie follows two storylines. One centered around Japanese chief strategist, Admiral Esaruku Yamamoto, and the other around two fictional characters, Captain Matt Garth and his son, Ensign Thomas Garth, who's a bit of a pussy. Both of them are naval aviators. Matt Garth is a senior officer who's involved in various phases of U.S. planning and execution of the war, while Thomas Garth is a young pilot romantically involved with Haruko Sakura, an American-born daughter of Japanese immigrants who have been interned. Mm. Captain Garth calls in all of his favors with longtime friends to investigate the charges against the Sakura's. He apparently has some success as Haruko is free and at dockside when the injured younger Garth is carried off the ship at the end of the film while Captain Garth himself was killed in battle. Mm -mm -mm. The film starts with the Doolittle Raids on Tokyo and so takes place before the Battle of Coral Sea, which is mentioned and did not go well for the Americans. It depicts the creation of a complicated battle plan, unknown to the Japanese American Signals Intelligence has broken the Japanese naval encryption codes and knows ahead of time that the ambush will take place at Midway Island, which includes tricking the Japanese into confirming it because we are smarter than them. Admiral Chester A. Nimitz plays a desperate gamble by sending his last remaining aircraft carriers to Midway before the Japanese get there in an An attempt to ambush the ambushers. Taking on the (laughs) Japanese at Midway was a huge risk for Nimitz and the Americans. The Imperial Japanese Navy outnumbered the American Navy 4-1. to And a loss at Midway would have left the Hawaiian Islands and the entire West Coast wide open to attack. Mm, Scary. Successful in saving Midway... But at a very heavy cost, Nimitz reflects that Yamamoto had everything going for him and asks, were we better than the Japanese or just luckier? Better, baby. We were better. Midway is a gripping tale of war, love, and loss. It may well be Charlton Heston's greatest performance ever. I like him so much in this movie that I actually felt sad when Matt Garth crash-landed his plane on the deck of the USS Enterprise. Then he became head of the NRA, and I got over it. Anyhoodle, if you want to celebrate American exceptionalism, and who doesn't, and honor our war dad by watching a movie, you simply cannot go wrong by watching Midway. For The Hollywood Report on IWS Radio, this has been Joshua. Stay You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the Internet at IWSRadio.com. That's excellent. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Love that
0: movie. I do
3: too.
2: Hey,
3: was that <coughs> Joshua but, yeah. blowing the horn at the end? <laughs>
2: that was the Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. Yes. Um, I uh, Joshua doesn't blow.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> uh,
2: but I do need to talk to Joshua though, because I've noticed a little trend here. All of his reviews of everything has been positive so far. Uh-oh. And uh, I, that's just not reality. So we need to uh, let to me talk to him about that.
3: Yeah, unlike Jamie Maple Leafs, whose reviews can be sometimes caustic.
2: <laughs> can be they can they can cut a little a little deep sometimes even.
3: Yeah. A lot of big names in that movie Midway. Oh man!
2: Vegas to the Henry big.
3: Fonda. Henry yep. Fonda, Monty Markham,
0: mm-hmm.
3: Tom Selleck,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: yeah, great Americans all.
3: Hal <laughs> Holbrook?
2: Yep, he was the uh, he was the man who broke officer. it. He broke it. He bro- broke the code.
3: <laughs> he did.
2: Yeah. Cigar smoking. Tashiro Masuni. Uh-huh. one
3: of the greatest Japanese actors of all time.
2: Absolutely. The guy who played uh, Pat Morita, you know, from Happy Days.
3: Yeah, he was in that. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
2: You know, before he uh, immigrated to America and opened a d- bought a diner in Milwaukee, uh
3: huh. And I think another one of the uh, the big wigs of the uh, flight team, who uh, incorrectly told him to switch from tornadoes or torpedoes to bombs or vice versa, he was the uh-huh. guy who tried to sell a watch to radar in an episode of MASH.
0: <laughs> uh huh. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, one of the uh, Japanese pilots was the guy who was uh, who was the uh, the tailor in MASH. All... Oh, okay, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. Yeah,
3: that's a great movie. So, if you if you haven't seen that
2: movie, Haruka Haruka <laughs> Sakura was hot too. Oh, yeah. In her day. (laughs) The late, great Haruko Sakura, Whoever, Mm -hmm. I can't remember the girl who played Played later, but so, anyway, yeah, go out there and watch Midway,
0: folks.
3: Great movie. I remember a bunch of the brothers and I, you know, when they were still alive and stuff, we went to catch that at the Regent Theater in like, what, 75, 76, something like that. And it was mm-hmm. in Surround Sound. Wow. Wow. I saw it
2: awesome. on, I think, I think I saw it on HBO the first time. And then I got the uh, the VHS tape of it. That's how much I liked it.
0: Yeah.
2: And I didn't have a big VH, VHS tape collection. I had like Midway and uh, Rocky and like, you know, great quarterbacks of the 70s, something like that. That's about all I had.
3: So you had a great American collection of VHS types.
2: I did, and, of course, The Godfather and Godfather Two. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right.
2: So anyway, I'm going to have a big uh, Memorial Day uh, cookout here. Well, it's really a, a cook-in. Just
3: <laughs> oh, really? What are you making? What What he great did. American foods are you going to be <laughs> cooking up?
2: Yeah. Fajitas and taquitos and rotel. Oh,
3: yeah. rotel, yeah, that's
2: good. We'll celebrate America <laughs> the right way, the way it's really done.
0: Exactly.
2: And uh, it's going to go get some dosekis, but I don't think the liquor store. Well, I know they can't—they can't sell beer on Sundays, but I bet what? they're not allowed to sell on Memorial Day either. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, they, it was supposed to be on the ballot last time to allow Sunday beer sales, and uh, they uh, they screwed it up somehow. There was a typo in the <laughs> and, probably because so someone was up. drunk. <clears throat> probably so. <laughs> I'm gonna have one more beer, and I'm gonna type up this uh, mm-hmm. this ordinance here. <laughs> get it posted on time. Got a midnight deadline,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> just like on the IWS blog, which you can read at radio dot com.
3: Yeah,
2: and you should. Or
3: Jay, man, they could also go league. to our. They could go to our Facebook page. Mm. They could.
2: Facebook,
3: IWS Radio. It's a huge day there, Jay, isn't it?
2: Big big, 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 big day. We're celebrating Kim Ye. <laughs> they, they are official, he made an honest woman out of her,
0: yeah, and
2: uh, <clears throat> I'm sure she was wearing white. They got <laughs> married in Italy, and uh, I'm happy for him. I think you know, like I said on the on the website, I mean, they're America's sweethearts,, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> everybody loves them and so we got a we got a, a good response good response so far from
0: folks yeah
2: so, uh, I'm happy for for Kimye Oh
3: yeah you know and when i read that Kimye thing you know you know they just become one name i was thinking you know we're not married but Schmoop and i i was thinking we <laughs> should just be, be known as Schmat from <laughs> Schmat. now on Schmat <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Schmat! It is. We'll write that
3: down.
2: S H M mm-hmm. A T T.
0: Schmat.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. at least for six weeks until we break up again.
0: Well, right, yeah. <laughs> she you know what? You I think we're out. done with
3: that. You know, we used to do it like every six weeks. I think we're just too old now. It's just. That. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she hasn't
2: ordered you out in a, in a while now.
3: No, so yeah, I think we've just settled into kind of loving fuzzy greyness. Just the fog of love. That's where we are. The fog of love.
2: (laughs) Things have gone pretty well. You guys. Yeah. You know, she's decided to just settle.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Settle. Yeah, pretty much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You guys are just happy just being together and occasionally. (laughs) That's good. But did you see Ray J has announced his wedding gift, he said that his wedding gift (laughs) Kim and Kanye, is that he's just going to give them all of the proceeds he's made from the sex tape he made with Kim Kardashian (laughs) so far this year. Whatever proceeds he's earned this year, he claims it's $40,000 already this year alone, Hmm. Uh, which is pretty good because that sex tape's been out for a long time. And it was one of the worst sex tapes ever. It really wasn't all that great at all. I heard. Well, you haven't seen the one
3: Schmoop and I made. Oh
2: boy. <laughs> yeah, well. The schmat tape. Now that one is the one we all want.
0: <laughs> That's Joshua comedic value. Re-
2: Joshua may review the schmat tape. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> I hope the schmat so anyway. tape will actually involve schmoop and not just me. <laughs> it's just it's 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 just
2: it's just 30 minutes of you passed out on the couch with your mouth open. <laughs> there
3: you go.
2: I'm with my, my hand in my crotch. <laughs> yeah. And Corky curled up on your chest. Uh-huh,
3: that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. you know, Actually, I still you have that who, uh, picture
2: of you passed out in your chair. From uh, when? What's their names? Came over that time.
3: Oh yeah, that was classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, don't show. Don't tell me you're you're showing up at ten and show up at three.
0: Oh, boy. oh yeah,
3: and <laughs> 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 messed up the timing. <laughs> <laughs> God, come on now.
2: Yeah, you you started at ten like you uh, had agreed to, and. Uh, they showed up at 3 with, a, oh, we took a nap. Oh, really?
0: Well, <laughs> well, I'm
3: taking one now. <laughs> and I swear to God, I still think I have a contact in the back of my left eye. I think it's still back there.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, of uh, stuff that will be fun to watch, Matt,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we were. Arby's. Arby's. You know, they've got this new uh, smoked brisket, barbecue brisket sandwich that they've added to the menu. Well, in Duluth, Minnesota, on Channel 9, Mm -hmm. all you folks out there, and we're big in Duluth, so folks in Duluth, (laughs) starting at 1 p.m. today, Central Time, they're going to air an Arby's commercial for 13. 13 straight hours.
0: Really?
2: <laughs> and it starts with them opening the door to a smoker and placing the brisket in the smoker. Oh. And they close the door, and then for 13 hours, you're going to be able to look hey. through a window on the smoker and watch the brisket smoke.
3: That's kind of clever.
2: Huh? And at the end, the CEO... Of uh, of Arby's is going to take the brisket out, slice it, and make a sandwich.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of clever. Maybe not the most <laughs> fascinating thing in the world, but <laughs>
2: it's not as fascinating as Yule log. But
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> but better than the longest day. <laughs>
3: So. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd watch the <laughs> Arby's commercial before I'd watch that. God. Huh. <clears throat> Just thinking outside the box.
2: Yeah. Inside the smoker. Yep. All right. So what else, what else we got going here, man? Memorial Day.
3: Well, I'll tell you what, as we're approaching the top of the hour, and anyone and everyone can call in at 661-244-9852 on the Midway Hotline. J-Man, mm-hmm. we have a guy, well, I think he's having a big weekend. I'm not sure, but um, he's our Mr. Veg, the official Mr. Veg.
0: Oh
2: yeah, of the I IWS
3: radio show.
2: Well, I have feelings for Mister Vague. I don't want to say I love him.
3: Yeah, I, yeah, and I don't, I don't know how to describe <laughs> him. Let's see what he's going to be up to this weekend. Hi, Hi. Mister Man here. I kind of like Memorial Day. For me, it ranks right up there with a couple of other holidays that I like. It's a fairly important day of observance in our country. It's been around for a long time, for reasons which I need not explain. Some people call Memorial Day the unofficial kickoff to summer. I call it something else, and when I do, people laugh and shake their head and say, Good one, man. Ha! You know how it can be. A lot of people will be having their first cookout of the year this weekend, and I may or may not have one. I I don't know. I've had a lot of things on my mind of late, and well, you probably know how that goes, but that's a story for another day, I guess. If I do cook out, I'm I'm sure it'll be a good one. Funny thing about cooking out, people always ask me, hey man, when you cook out, which do you prefer, burger or brats, and dude, do you cook with a gas grill or charcoal grill? Well, I tell those people, and I'll, I'll tell you now. If you haven't figured it out by now, when I cook out, I cook one thing, and one thing only. And I cook it on the type of grill that makes my fruit of choice sing. So, now you know. Big parade here in my town tomorrow. Well, I don't know if I'd call it big. It's a decent-sized parade. Several groups will be marching, so it should be a, a relatively good show, if you like parades. Which, well... I'm not a fan so much, but anyway, I might catch part of it, or not, probably, I don't know. Anyway, it's been nice spending time with you today, and well, I more or less hope to chat with you again, but until the next time, should there be one, this is Mr. Man wishing you all a Memorial Day weekend. Vous écoutez, je suis avec Stupide sur Network. BTR, eh?
2: Well, that was uh, <laughs> <clears throat> that was, you know, somewhere between below average and pretty good.
3: It sounded exciting, or ish. not? I,
0: ish? Yes, it sounded exciting-ish. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, So uh, you know we're uh, you know we're glad Mr. Vague was here. Yeah. You know maybe Mm -hmm. not excited. You know I don't know what on a scale of you know somewhere on a scale of one to ten we were happy to hear from him.
3: He was a five. (laughs) I bet he's not married. I bet he's bet he has (laughs) fears.
2: You <laughs> might have well, trouble with the fears, words. Well, not fears really, I, I, just
3: concerns or <laughs> or
2: something. Yeah. yeah, It's just the words "I do" are a bit of a problem for him.
3: <laughs> he would prefer it to have a ceremony which includes "I may." Uh
2: huh. Quite possibly. <laughs> quite possibly. That is that uh-huh. is something that I might quite possibly be interested in the yeah. future. Maybe.
3: I'll probably so, cherish you.
0: <laughs> yeah. So More just, than uh, likely
3: honor you, but I
0: don't
3: know. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you know, actually, Mr. Vague's got it down because it would be nice if I had done that 30 years ago, J-Man. Just gone through <laughs> life <laughs> vaguely. <laughs> uh uh-huh.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, you know, I think that he would be uh, an excellent candidate for president. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, he would—he'd be even better than the uh, the greatest moment in in Ross Perot presidential campaigning history when uh, somebody—I don't even remember who it was Toki Roberts, I think, trying to pin him down on either fur or again something, and he finally just said, "I'm it right where the American people are on this one."
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <clears throat> then he gave her a and hug.
3: And that's where Mr. Yeah. And, that's, and, where uh, Mr., yeah. and
0: oh, that's, that's where for Mr. Veg oh, yeah, yeah,
3: Mr. Veg, Mr. Man. He's right there. I'm, see, we don't even know which name to settle him. <laughs> we, we don't oh, even, even know the damn good. guy's name.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he knows what type of grill to use, J-Man. Right. And that's the one he likes.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, I tell you what, Matt, It's kind of just leads us right into uh, our newest correspondent because he knows what kind of grill he likes also. Excellent. I've
3: been waiting for this man.
2: <laughs> so our newest correspondent, we just hired him this week, Cliche Johnson. I took the <laughs> liberty of hiring him on the spot when he came in because I just liked him. And yeah. he's got some thoughts on Memorial Day and on on cookouts and all that good stuff. Excellent. Well, hey there, folks. Cliche Johnson here, spouting off for IWS Radio. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend here in America, so it's time to honor those who gave all for their country. The men and women who fell while defending this greatest country on earth exemplify everything that's great about America. They exhibited that can-do spirit that has been part of America since the Founding Fathers left England for religious freedom and a better way of life. These aren't people who just ran off at the mouth about their patriotism, oh no. They talk the talk and walk the walk. They understood that actions speak louder than words. These people never turned their back on their country. When someone said, America, love it or leave it, they chose to love it and defended it with the last full measure of devotion. These people who laid down their lives so we could be free are perfect examples of people who never back down. They laugh in the face of danger. They're no shrinking violets. When the going got tough, they got going and said, damn the torpedoes. Full steam ahead. Failure is not an option. And America will never surrender course, after we solemnly honor our war dead, it'll be time to let freedom ring by going to family cookouts and chowing down on some all-American grub. In my not-so-humble opinion, the Weber Performer Platinum Charcoal Grill in steel blue is the best of the best. This is the grill you get when you want to send a message to the neighborhood that you're a griller not to be trifled with. You know your stuff, and you're ready to take on all comers. In the grilling game. And we all know that you can't have burgers and brats without a cold one or two. As you would expect, I drink the king of beers myself, but I'm not one to judge. You like what you like, and I will like what I like. We can disagree without being disagreeable here. That's part of what makes America great. Be sure not to have too many, though. We just want to eat, drink, and be merry. Some people can't handle the drink, though. They get drunk and want to fight. People get too much drink in them, and they become somebody else. They're angry at the world, and you can't tell them nothing. Then they get so drunk that they blow chunks, and that is no bueno right there. Well, I guess it's time to wrap things up here. I've had one hell of a good time chit-chatting with you guys. We'll have to do it again sometime. Telling it like it is for IWS Radio, this has been Cliche Johnson. Ta-ta for now.
1: Hey everyone, this is Warrior Chat and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah.
2: Man, he brought it.
3: He brought his A game.
2: He sure did. He was in Fuego, Matt.
3: Yeah. And yet he, he played within himself.
2: He did. You can't stop him, you can only hope to contain him though
3: yeah that's because he brings a hundred and ten
2: percent five tool player.
3: I'll tell you what we need to keep him around j man because it seems like he has a big upside
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah well, we know we always have him there any time we need him. He's instant offense off the bench, so
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: And I just went on uh, Twitter and told everybody that the phone lines were open, unless they hate America, of course. Yeah. And, uh, boy, look at the switchboard light up.
3: And even if you do hate America, tell us about it at 661-244-9852 on the Hate America hotline.
2: (laughs) Now's when the Canadians should start calling in. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh.
3: <laughs> so. Don't make us call you. We know your number.
4: <laughs>
3: we could do that. <laughs> I've
2: threatened. I've threatened a few people.
3: Schedule a private show at 3 a.m. and call you then. How's that? Uh-huh. I drunk. thought
2: so. Yeah, we'll be drunk. Er.
3: <laughs> uh, so what do
2: you what, what do you prefer, Matt? Charcoal, gas, propane?
3: Well, I'll tell you what. Um, in all honesty, and I am not being a politician. They both have their place. Because let me tell you, J-Man, you know, back those low, long years ago when I had a house
0: Uh (laughs) and I I could cook out,
3: Hmm. I had a nice little Weber charcoal grill and I had a gas grill. And I would, if it was just, you know, me and the uh, family who doesn't love me on the weekends and we had all day. I'd use charcoal and just do that. But let's say you know you're in a hurry, just flip on the gas grill. Mm-hmm. Or if you're having a big, big doings, big going on, I'd use the gas
2: grill. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Right.
2: Oh yeah, the gas grill is very handy if you, uh, you know, everybody's just you know sitting around and you know, hey, let's just let's just have some burgers. All right.
3: Yeah, and it's, it's getting late. On. And you just want to fire it up, yep. fire up the gas grill. Right. And yeah, the thing about charcoal. I was just going to say, gas grills are for convenience, and charcoal grills are for taste.
2: Yeah, I think so. That the the downside to charcoal is that you, it you seems like there's a lot of waste because, you know, you put your burgers on there, a couple of brats, and then everybody's eating, and that charcoal's out there just you know, just burning away. So you need to cook a lot of a lot of stuff if you do if you yeah. do charcoal, like make some pork chops make some steaks, make some burgers, make some brats, some hot dogs, put sure. them all in Ziploc bags, freeze them, mm-hmm. stuff like that.
3: And then you definitely get a better nothing taste. Be- nothing beats the smell of something cooking on a charcoal grill. Mm. Nothing. It's beautiful.
2: I agree. Matt, you're not going to yeah. believe this. What? you got a collar. We gotta you call her. Uh-oh. I don't. I don't kid about these
3: things. No, you don't. Hello. Five oh three. You're with stupid.
4: <laughs> I told Matt I would call in. So do you know who this is, Matt? No. This I do. Tammy J from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you asked me to call in Hello. and be on the show. Oh so well, yeah,
3: I, I talked about June first, maybe having you on the show. Yeah, I we you. thought it was next oh. week. June first.
4: Right. Oh, I'm calling in early then. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, that's that's very good. I'm often pre. Okay. Well, myself. I I can
4: call in next week, but um, I prefer. Well, you charcoal you call in both oh, times?
2: Right. Oh, charcoal's yeah. the way to go.
3: Absolutely. Exactly.
4: Absolutely. So I I hear I hear the accent, and that's got to be which uh, J-Man who was from Arkansas. That's you, I bet the accent I hear, right?
2: Well, she has done her research.
4: I have, uh, my stepmom's from Missouri, so my dad and, and stepmom have a home ah. in, in uh, Missouri, about uh, 30 minutes north of Springfield. So I've, I've been there, landed the chigger, and uh, that, good people, <laughs> kind of rough country, but good people. Uh-huh. Wow, that's 30
2: about, minutes
0: uh, north
4: of Springfield,
3: that's just about an hour north of you, Jamie.
2: About an hour and a half, about an hour from Yeah,
4: yeah, and I've State at the big cedar uh, down there. Love Ooh, that
2: yeah. place. That's yeah, just up I like the road from Bass
4: Pro shop, that's a pretty cool place. Yep. Yep. So uh yeah, um,
2: Pro with all their uh, stuffed animals
4: everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So well this is so this is what you guys do. You uh, have two hours of what um, barbecue.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a different topic every week. Every yeah. week. We're very diverse. Yes. We're, oh yeah. How yeah, did we the can, two,
4: how did the two of you meet?
2: We, we met in happened. math class in 8th grade.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, we
3: We were both <laughs> blogging in what, day man? Back in 2007,
2: 2008. Yeah, something like that. So one of us happened upon the other's blog somehow. On one dark, stormy day, <laughs> Ah. or lonely night <laughs> or lonely <laughs> night yeah more likely
4: aha <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. so so you don't know who i am jay um but i, I i'm i don't know i guess mm. you can find me on twitter and and i also i have a show And and I also have a website, and I was um, the editor-in-chief of the Blacksphere.net for about a year and a half, and then had to give that up because I was given a a three-hour-a-day show at at a station here in Oregon. I'm up in um, south of Portland, Oregon, so I'm I'm south of the weirdness, um, although I was raised (laughs) in Central Oregon. So that's me.
2: You're boiling that water.
4: Yeah, you guys have heard. Well, actually, yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm 17 miles south of the city center, and so the water, uh, the E. coli, is uh, contained to, there's about 670,000 people affected. And I, thankfully, am not one of them, because the little mm. burb I'm in is, is far south, and it's removed by a river, and we have a different source of water. It's still terrible water. It's just not infected with organisms.
2: <laughs> or not the same oh,
4: one always not. <laughs> Yeah, not the same one yeah I, when i first moved here being from central oregon I, from bend oregon which is absolutely god's country it's gorgeous high desert yep. um we have you know volcanoes in the area and grew up skiing on mount bachelor and the the water we had in bend snow water that's filtered through all the lava rock it is so dang soft you can use it like distilled water. Then I moved to Portland for a job, and I thought, what happened to the water? I moved to where I am now, which I never say, because when I first started saying precisely where I was on Twitter, I actually had a few death threats. And so friends of mine said, well, you know, you may be a CHL holder and and carry, and you're trained and all that jazz, but you are this little blonde gal, and and it might be wise to not pinpoint your... Your GPS coordinates, <laughs> and so so I'm a little bit careful. But when I moved here, I said this water tastes like there's something in it, but like it's you know milk and chemicals and stuff in the water. And then you wash your hair, and it's kind of like straw. And, and I thought, holy crap, what is this stuff? But you know, it's, so now I've got my Brita and my bottled, and and I get by.
2: It's the bitter taste
3: of liberalism. <laughs> Yeah,
4: and, and how and is crazy, it being a how is it being a, a conservative, conservative up
3: Oregon. there in uh, in Birkenstock country?
4: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Oh okay, so born in Salem, raised mostly in Bend, Oregon. Uh, we were down at OSU quite a bit because I went to school there and my dad did all his post back stuff there, so we were this little family on campus. But um the state was mostly red until about um 15 years ago or so, uh, we've been under Dem rule for 30 years, and that's when the economy started going in the toilet. But the state is still mostly red, except for Multnomah and Lane counties. Well, Lane County is Eugene and that corresponds with the University of Oregon. I went to OSU. Dad wouldn't allow me to go to the University of Oregon because back in the day, OSU was the more conservative, common-sense school, and U of O was known as the hippie liberal school. But And then the other county that bosses us around, that tips every single stinking election, is Multnomah County, which is Portland proper. So we've got the University of Portland. We've got the whole artsy area with restaurants and the gay community and everything is up there and in fact there is a marxist union up there so there's actual people that say yeah we're marxist and we belong to this great club and we we want <laughs> you know uh, distribution of wealth for for everyone that's why they probably like obama they they agree on that um and, and you've got the Keep Oregon weird bumper stickers on every Prius known to man, man in that area. So what happens is in elections, for instance, in the last one where we had the gubernatorial election, um, Chris Dudley was ahead substantially, and we thought, we're going to pull it off. We're actually going to have a Republican governor who will make the climate better for businesses in this state, get the economy chugging, you know, quit, quit worshiping the spotted owl and, and let the loggers go to town, um, and then Multnomah came in, and they line people up. They get people in Multnomah County. They keep tallies on, on what's happening with the vote, and they line people up, and even if they're in line after 8 p.m., they let them s- submit their ball- ballots, and we are a vote-by-mail only state. So we we saw the margins with Chris Dudley, we were ahead by fifty some thousand. By the time Multnomah came in, they won by a few thousand. And we just saw it dwindling and dwindling and dwindling. It was so discouraging. So what we have to do, and I'm trying to get people to understand this in Oregon. Since I was raised here, I've seen this whole thing. I've been a conservative, common-sense gal. I'm, I'm now known as a right-wing, bitter-clinger. But, but back in the day when I was young, I was just a common-sense, normal person because even the Dems I knew were pretty much on board with everything I believed in. And, and then that's all changed. But what we've gotta do is we've gotta get virtually one hundred percent of the vote to turn out in all these other counties that are dark red, that are ranchers, farmers, um, people in eastern and southern Oregon that that are just good, strong individualists that want the government to stay out of their frickin' business. And so um, I'm you know, I'm gonna get back more active in politics this time around for um, the general for 2014 and for 2016, because I have worked on campaigns before, but I, I've kind of uh, got a, a background that really makes me know this state really well. I know a lot of farmers. I lot, know a lot of logging families. I know a lot of ranchers, and, um, you know, I, I think we could do it. But we just really need to get the message out. We need to, and we need to tell people what's happening to the, our veterans with their health care is the way the whole nation's going to go if Obamacare is implemented sufficiently across the nation. Federalized medicine is a loser. People in Oregon know it now that we've spent 280-some million dollars on a nonfunctional health care program. So if, if we can message this properly, I think we've got a real chance to turn things around a little bit in Oregon.
3: Well, if you want to get the loggers and the ranchers out, you could always bring in Paul Bunyan and Clive and Bundy. Get, <laughs> get
4: to... Hey, I liked Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox, and, and Clive and Bundy's good in some ways.
3: <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Oh, my goodness. He's a good,
3: good and decent man. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I, I don't agree with everything Please. he did. I'll say that right now. I have a lot of friends that wanted to go and take their rifle and and just, you know, head down there and help him. And I was one of these people that said, you know, what he should have done is he should have been all these years saying, what can we do to reverse this trend of the federal government buying our state lands? We need to transfer that ownership back to the states and back to private ownership. We don't need to, you know, although I do, I don't know where you guys are on this. I'm I'm not a big civil disobedience girl, but but there is a line somewhere in my mind that I say, "Mm," you know, if if the government got so heavy-handed there's got to be some point at which we say no nah, i'm not going to go any further but um i i'm not sure well, that, in the meantime he uh, could have paid his he, right. he
3: could have paid his fees yeah, yeah i, I would have paid
4: the fees yeah i would have <clears> paid the fees and then worked my butt off to change what's happening it's i mean you look at uh in Oregon the Feds own about 57% of our lands uh in in uh Utah it's what? eighty or Nevada it's like eighty four eighty percent, eighty four percent, something like that of the land. And and people don't understand that on the east coast because they don't they don't realize that these big huge states have so much federal ownership, which is doing nobody any good. Mm-hmm. So now the probably the last time you guys asked me to be on your show, you get me on and it and then I just start talking. <laughs>
3: Yeah, well, How can we'll people find
2: John Twitter?
4: Yeah, go
3: ahead, lay it all out there.
2: How can people find John Twitter?
4: I'm at Tammy J, so it's T-A-M-I-J. Ah,
2: oh, okay. Well, I followed you the other day.
4: And my radio show um, is on right now. It's on the 405 Media dot com. It's every Tuesday night, and I I cover the gamut. I have musicians on. I have authors on. I have people that compete in um, shooting. Um, I had a gal on that's the captain of the Smith & Wesson team. I've had Colonel Allen West on. I've just had some amazing people on. Um, <laughs> the owner of the 405 Media calls me the God and guns girl because I, I'm all about both those things. And I don't apologize for anything I believe in. I love people, so if they disagree with me, I still, I, I'm fine with them, and we can have a lively debate, and I'm still respectful and gracious.
0: But um, we'll I, be the judge
2: you know. of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
4: Okay. Yeah. Either that, but, either that,
2: or we'll cure you of that little problem.
4: One of the that two. That problem. <laughs> well, I, what I love is, that since I've been doing the show, and I never started out to do this. What's funny is, um, I was trained. I my my majors in college. This is hilarious. I was a, a lit and, and English writing, Spanish. French, and then eventually business admin with a concentration in accounting. So all those. I went to school for about a million years. But when I graduated, I didn't think I wanted to be a journalist, and I didn't want to be a librarian or a high school teacher or junior college teacher, whatever. And so I thought, hmm. And I was offered an accounting and um, a managerial accounting position with a firm in Portland. So I took it, and I, I was in that position for 20 years. And then with the economy, with the advent of Obamacare, things started getting worse. And even though the corporation is still doing okay, it wasn't booming like it was, and they let long-timers go, and I was one of them. And they gave me a great severance. And when that happened, I'm friends with Hugh Hewitt. I don't know if you guys know who he is or not, but I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. through Hugh Hewitt. And one of them, uh, who's um, former Airborne, he's down in Texas, and he called me up and he says, "Why don't you start a blog? We love your writing. Every once in a while, you write something, and then you're on air with Hugh, and and uh, he says you're amazing." So just I'm like, "What?" So I started a blog, and then my the first thing I ever wrote, which talked about Oregon getting all wacky, was picked up by Peter Robinson, who owns the site Ricochet and it was featured on his main feed where all the pro-writers, and, and Peter Robinson, if anybody listening, doesn't, if that doesn't ring a bell, he's the guy that wrote, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall for Reagan. Um, it, and so that kind of was like a thumbs up that this is where I should be going, and then boom, suddenly I had four different sites asking me to write for them, and, and a lot of my articles would get up to 300,000 views. And then uh, John Grant, who owns the 405 Media, asked me if I would... Well, first they asked me to be a guest on a show, and I was a guest on it. Immediately afterwards, he said, would you consider doing a show? Hadn't thought of that, but I started, and boom. Um, I think by my third show, I, I had um, a, a fair amount of listeners more than some of the other shows, and which was surprising to me. Um, and it started going, and within five months, I was offered to be a, a permanent fill-in host for the guy that's the number two show here in Port, in Oregon. Uh, next to Lars Larson, so I was his permanent fill-in host, and then uh, for a few weeks, I was offered the three-hour-a-day show until the um, FCC came down hard on the station because of equal access ruling and and told them they had to have all these other candidates on, so they took me off air. They substituted a one-hour homespun show that did zero politics and uh, and then just streamed uh, syndicated shows otherwise, and uh, so... That was my short-lived three-hour-a-day show that that had, you know, a couple hundred thousand listeners. But so I'm still doing my yeah. night, night show and getting sponsors and working on it and um, you know expanding like, the show. Uh,
2: I like that. Either give both sides equal time or do something different. They're like doing something different.
4: <laughs> well, and it, because it's known as a conservative station, and and it's kind of oh, ridiculous. And the oh, thing oh, is. Yeah. He, he, would, he would have had the precedent, that, and he could have held, but but they had a lot of money uh, to lawyer up and do whatever they wanted, and he didn't want to go through the money of, of proving himself. And so he said, no, I'd rather just back off and, and avoid all the controversy. And that's what he did. And it's his station, and he's a nice guy, and he says only wonderful things about me. Uh, and I've heard from... Um, Scores and scores of people that are like, "Where are you now?" and they listen to my nighttime show, but they want me to be on every day, so we'll see i I, I figure <coughs> doors open when they're supposed to, and I run through them, but uh, that's where I'm at
2: see so if if he, well, if he had a TV station if he had a TV station, he could just show Arby's Brisket smoking <laughs> for fifteen hours every day.:
0: That'd be
4: riveting I am sure
3: yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, mentioning great writing that you do, J-Man and Tammy, you know who else was a great writer, J-Man? Who's that? Joel McRae.
0: What did Joel McRae write?
3: Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you disconcerted drinkers of the warm and automatic coffee of life. That is IWS Radio. IWS Sports Director Slider Ballscock here, sitting in for the renowned poet and IWS Library Editor, Paul Pyatt, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, pose, and people. Today, during our journey along the scuttled boulevard of words made magical, and life's pentathlons made cubic, I offer unto you a poem by Canadian military doctor and American actor, Joel McCrae, From his 1915 World War I battlefield epic, Trench Foot and Mustard Gas, here is In Flanders Fields. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow. Between the crosses... Row on row, that mark our place and in the sky, the larks still bravely singing fly, scarce heard amid, the guns below. We are the dead, short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe to you from the failing hands we throw. The torch be it yours to hold it high. If you break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep though poppies grow in Flanders Fields. In Flanders Fields by Joel McCrae. And for now, as I sit in for Paul Pite, this is Slider Volscock leaving it all on the writer's easel and headed for the showers. But for more great Memorial Day chilling and grillin', you stay right there. This is General William Tecumseh Sherman. And if I find out that you aren't listening to IWS radio, I am going to burn your town down and then cut off your head like the eye-rich half of a rotten potato.
0: Oh.
2: Well, we lost Tammy right go. there. There we, we lost, lost. Tammy. She's not a fan yeah. of... uh Sherman, <laughs> <Tecumseh. clears throat> I guess. I was, so was going to ask her, Field. but she doesn't have... A- yeah, I mean, I guess she does. Well, maybe she's as tired of it as everybody else is. I mean, God.
3: <laughs> well, I'm a Canadian.
2: Yeah. Yeah, really I like think Canadian. she had
3: a few more hours of things to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I was going to ask. I bet she doesn't have a correspondent like Slider Ballscock, though.
3: Oh, no. That was a little disturbing. I didn't,
2: uh... All right. Well, she just tweeted, that you know, June 1st it is, so she's going to come back on... On the first Okay, day,
3: well, that's when it was originally scheduled.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, we can do it.
3: That's okay. It was
2: great. It's great <laughs> to have her. Thanks for calling in, Tamara.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. And, uh, have fun out there in, uh, Oregon. And I want to talk to her about the, uh, Republican Senate candidate in Oregon. You know, the one who has this long history mm-hmm. of stalking and abusing and harassing her ex-boyfriends. Yeah, because, I know. Because, uh... Is
3: because
2: her I, name Janet? I, I don't I don't know, but I was hoping maybe Tamara could get me in touch. Because
3: with I her. think
2: of that. I think maybe my <laughs> wife moved out there. <laughs> yeah, 'cause I mean I, I think she's just my kind of girl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, there you go. Speaking of which <laughs> J Man.
2: It didn't work out between me and Christine O'Donnell, but I think
3: it could work out
2: with this chick.
3: <laughs> well, I'm telling you what—you've seen this uh, relationship develop between me and Dr. Gina Loudon.
2: Hell yes, I've seen it. It's blossoming. I came
3: home the other—I came home the other day because I tweet her and I, you know, put cute, funny things on her Facebook page. <laughs> I came home and she had That's not she had commented on my Facebook page about things I had written a few days prior and I'm thinking, Who is stalking who? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Well you know, for a long time Matt, I had uh, yeah. I had a personal obsession. And Really? Uh, pretty much gotten over it now but uh, you know I had a uh, a little thing for uh, Miss Giada De Laurentiis for a while
3: for a while
2: uh huh (laughs) yeah yeah. it lasted for a little while and uh, you know it it, it kind of uh, kind of peaked when I uh, when I wrote the piece on the on the website about the uh, the obvious feud that Giada and uh, Ina Garten have yeah yeah, and then uh, and I posted That's it uh, on That's Twitter. Fight. I I tried to send uh, her a link on Twitter. And uh, she didn't respond, but right after I sent that le- link, there were several hits on the website that day from Los Angeles, Malibu, uh that area, so I think she yeah. uh, I think she probably enjoyed it. But anyway, uh <laughs> we not too long ago, I don't know, last year sometime had the first episode of the real giada at home and it was such a hit seems like today would be a great time to bring it back for we've waited too
3: long
2: (laughs) yeah obviously episode two of the real giada at home their memorial day celebration awesome baby happy memorial day
1: that's all just happy memorial day
2: happy memorial day to the love of my life (sighs) whatever happy memorial day to the most beautiful and gorgeous woman in the world and love of my life
1: happy memorial day to you my wonderful perfect husband
2: so uh how many people we got coming over today
1: dozen or so of Los Angeles elite and their kids.
2: sounds like we're going to have a great crowd. What you making for us, baby?
1: We'll start with some beluga caviar and an arugula salad with Modena White Label Balsamic Vinegar Dressing, then fresh Wild King Salmon Paninis with an arugula pesto sauce sprinkled with truffles and some arugula Italian ice or homemade arugula gelato for dessert.
2: Ah, Uh, you think maybe that's just a little...
1: Expensive? Goddamn right it is. We're part of the elite, and we're not going to let our guests forget it.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, you think maybe it's a little, you know, fancy for the kids in a Memorial Day party?
1: Well, what else would I make?
2: Oh, I I don't know. Maybe like, you know, something like just some burgers and uh, brats?
1: Something simple? Like simple people would do?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, Memorial Day is usually a, a cookout, right?
1: Outside? In the heat? Where I might ruin my perfect makeup and hair?
2: Well, I mean, that's kind of how it's traditionally done.
1: Well, then, why don't you just go and have Memorial Day with Honey Boo Boo and her redneck family, then?
2: Yeah, no, because I want to spend Memorial Day with my family.
1: Well, your family isn't a bunch of backwoods crackers. We're sophisticated members of the upper crust of society. And we don't lower ourselves to act like regular people.
2: I, I I know, I know, baby. I just thought maybe the kids would enjoy something a little more simple.
1: Well, it's too late to have hamburger meat and... What did you call these other things? Brats? Have whatever those are shipped in.
2: Ah, uh, well, we could just... Run and pick some up at, the:
1: uh, I swear to God, if you say the grocery store, I'll cut your nuts off and feed them to that mutt you tried to bring home last month.
2: <laughs> well, that is where most people get their food, you know.
1: Not people like us. Besides, the kids will have all kinds of fun already.
2: Oh, really? Um, what all kinds of stuff do you have planned?
1: Well, I have arranged for Jack Hanna of the Columbus Zoo to come here with six of the zoo's most exotic animals for the boys to see.
2: And for the girls?
1: Alex Vogel, makeup artist to the stars, is here to give the girls a makeover. And Vera Wang will fit us all in beautiful gowns. And then Annie Lebowitz will do a fashion shoot for us. Wow. Don't give me that look. Dare ruin this day for me.
2: Oh, no, no, no. It You know, it sounds amazing. It's going to be an incredible day for everyone, baby.
1: You're goddamn right it will be.
2: Yeah, can't wait. All right. Hopefully somebody will just shoot me this afternoon. You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the Internet at iwsradio.com. I hope that Kim Ye have his beautiful uh, marriage as
0: Todd <laughs> yeah. and Giada.
3: Exactly. What <laughs> like I think surprised that Todd that or Giad?
2: I think it would probably Giada and that guy who you don't need to know.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's probably
2: right. It doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But,
0: uh...
3: Man, that's uh,
2: Tamara, Tamara on Twitter says that, that no, she does not have a correspondent like Slider Balls Cox, So, unfortunate.
3: So we're still good with
0: her. Okay. I guess so. Yeah, that's good. <laughs>
3: All right. She could have just faxed her resume to me. You know
0: <laughs> 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 <You> Well <know. laughs> we got through
2: that part, so if she calls in next week, we won't have to uh you know
0: <laughs> No, we, we got that out. To, the uh, way.
2: We won't have to go through her bonafides. fides. We can just start start chit chatting <laughs> about
3: Jeez.
2: stuff. So. But I bet she's a morning talker too. I bet she just jumps out of bed, just all positive and happy, and just starts talking and talking and talking.
3: Well, yeah, she's three hours behind us, and she's already on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but she does prefer charcoal, so she's all right. That's
3: good. That's a plus. That is a plus.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We need the only other thing we need to find out is uh, if she puts beans in her jelly.
3: <laughs> yeah, we do need to find out. And of course, Jamie, she likes charcoal because all conservatives love these belching coal-fired plants. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's better than what I was going to say—that they just like setting <laughs> colored things on fire.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was very good, <laughs>
2: oh, man. <laughs> oh boy. I don't really think she knows what she's getting into, but we'll see how it goes. It could be fun. It's yeah. yeah. a comedy show, you know.
3: <laughs> in fact, since our show's only two hours, we could just open the phone line up to her, J-Man, and she could just <laughs>
2: take it away. She could have, she could have her people call in, and she could, you know, uh, just, huh? you know, we'll just take the take the call. We'll just sit here and drink beer. Uh-huh. And like I said, That'd when we cool. already, and like I said earlier, you know, she can she can make you know give her take and you can give your take and I'll just go wrong.
0: <laughs> 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 so
2: anyway, what else have we got here? We got some more uh, <clears throat> hot action here. I think we got some pure bag wine and we got some else. What have? Oh, we got some Tammy Tibbles.
3: Yeah. Should we pick things up, lighten the mood a bit with
2: Tammy? Yeah, let's settle things down with Tammy.
3: Okay. She's a little restive and deep this week.
1: Yeah, of course. When you opened up your eyes this morning, you were given another chance. A chance to right a wrong. To dream and do whatever it takes to make it come true. To make the changes you've longed for. To make your life the life you want to live. A chance to say what's on your mind and in your heart. Always say it, because you never know when you might get the chance again. A chance to say I'm sorry when you're wrong, because we all are from time to time. A chance to push past what scares you, because the things that scare us has the potential to make us the happiest. A chance to take those chances, because if they're given to you, you're meant to have them. A chance to love who your heart desires with such passion it scares you. Your heart was meant to love, so let it. It's worth the risk to have your amazing. Just to live this life to the fullest so fiercely you can't imagine living any other way.
0: There you go. Yeah.
3: It was good to get that burp out, J Man.
0: Yeah,
2: I know. <laughs> Make you feel better.
3: I think that may have been the first time I did that on the air. Huh? But I'll tell you what, oh, Tammy brings it out. I'd say you've probably
2: you've probably, you probably belched before. I mean, you you peed on the air in the first show, so
3: I know, that was classic. <laughs> I should do that again sometime, maybe Fourth of <laughs> July. Just showing my independence.
2: Fucking <laughs> the system. Here's my liberal. Here's my libertarianism. <laughs> uh
3: huh. And, and then maybe Miss Alicia could call in that day, and we could both pee at the same time. It'd be hot.
0: There you go. <laughs> you know the pee, thing Nancy.
3: about the About. The thing about Tammy,
0: mm-hmm.
3: she's getting a little repetitive. Anymore, I just listen to the Young and the Restless theme song, J-Man. <laughs> 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 and think of Nadia coming and just
0: getting her tins
3: oh. and her gold medal. Yeah.
2: Nadia's looking good these days.
3: Is she really? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, she was on uh, Trisha Yearwood's show on Food Network the other day.
3: Looking good. (laughs) She can't be looking as good as another Olympian, Tara Lipinski.
2: No, nobody's looking as
3: good as Tara. Oh boy, that little ball of fire.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh.
3: She's a spinner jay. She gets on (laughs) that like.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the kind of girl that enrages Elliot Rodgers, though. Yeah, pretty little blue-eyed blonde. <laughs> Man. I thought rejected him. Uh-oh. Breaking Uh-oh. news, Matt. Uh-oh. Doc Knowles is pre-cooking the ribs starting now. Mm-hmm. He is the barbecue master, self-proclaimed.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, glossed himself, that one.
3: <laughs>
2: so. Yeah. Anyway. Is he cooking them for his wife saying.
3: or someone else? <laughs> I
2: don't know. For everybody at the church, Matt. He's a church man. Oh,
3: I'm sorry. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway.
2: Jay,
0: I'll
3: tell you, I'll tell you what. We're closing in on the end of the show.
2: <laughs> yeah, we are.
3: And I just want to know if this Top Gun conversation between you and I is funny. Oh, well, this
0: was, this mean, was, was during the, show the prep. I mean, it was
3: funny at
0: the time. <laughs> yeah, this
2: was during the show prep when we were discussing what uh, what Joshua might, uh, what, what movie he might review. <laughs> the problem with doing Joshua this week is there's just – Not that many good war movies. (laughs) No. Maybe he'll do... uh...
3: (laughs) The Audie Murphy story.
2: (laughs) Maybe he'll do a few good men. (laughs)
3: That is one of my favorite movies.
2: Great movie. Aaron Sorkin Mm -hmm. wrote it. Could have used a little more. Demi Moore, you know, maybe they could have found a way to get her to the beach in a bikini. Or
3: just... Flat out naked.
2: <clears throat> I wasn't really interested in watching Demi Moore act.
3: <laughs> no, no. Yeah, she wasn't awful.
2: Oh, she was fine. She, I like her fine. She's a little weird, a little whacked out, but it's okay.
3: Oh, my God, I know what Joshua should do. God, this just hit me. He needs <laughs> to do Top Gun.
2: <laughs> so you can talk about you know, the gayest scene in the history of movies. The volleyball, the volleyball movie, as he calls it. <laughs> yeah, the gayest, the gayest scene ever, ever shot in any movie. With those guys all, and it was like the movie. It, of course, that that scene was like the most out of context scene ever too. I mean, it made no sense. For the whole rest of the movie, all of a sudden they're on the beach wearing tight jeans, no shirts, and they're lathered up in baby oil, and they're playing volleyball. <laughs> It left everybody going,
3: what the hell?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was before Val Kilmer went crazy and got fat and lived in a cave. Before, uh, what's his name, became Dr. Mark Green.
3: Who?
2: Ah, the guy who played uh, Goose.
3: Anthony Edwards.
2: Anthony Edwards. And he was Dr. Mark Green on PR for all those years.
3: Yeah. And he was in, prior to that, he was in... Revenge of the Nerds. Absolutely. I love that movie.
2: <laughs> and, uh, and Tom Cruise looked pretty comfortable in that, that scene. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> and then the scenes with him, you know, in the shower, in their towels. He yeah. seemed okay, there, too. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> looked like he had been there before. <laughs> <laughs> We're
0: not
2: implying anything. No. I'm just talking about how comfortable he is being you yeah. know semi naked in close proximity to other semi naked men.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's just
3: okay. Yeah,
2: perfectly natural for some people. Feel <laughs> 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 you <know>, that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh God. <clears throat> So Josh was gonna do a different movie and I'm just gonna snip this and we'll play it. (laughs) Oh God. (sighs) This is former President Bill Clinton and you're listening to IWS Radio on the Block Talk Radio Network and I feel your pain.
3: Don't tell us we Who's don't prepare.
2: That's right. What if I could do my Bill Clinton impression with Tamara next week? That'd be
3: awesome. <laughs> hey, and baby, maybe she God, could do baby. her Monica. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to clear if that
0: up. Yeah.
2: And if if she's not happy with that, then I'll just do my uh <laughs> my Richard Nixon.
3: I think if you can work Mm -hmm. up a Ronald Reagan, she'd be putty in your hands, (laughs) J-Man.
2: Probably so.
3: Probably so.
2: Um, Now, you mentioned earlier you're going to have some uh, potato salad, Matt, with your brats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, do you prefer regular potato salad or do you prefer mustard in your potato salad?
3: My favorite – what we're having today is – we get it from Kroger, mm-hmm. Walmart. I've been instructed by the uh, studio audience.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> it's called loaded baked potato salad. It's really good. Ooh. Cheese, okay. chives, okay. all that in it. But what I really okay. like, if I if I have the time, which I do, I just make sure I don't. <laughs> I would take a I I would just get a bunch, bunch of little red potatoes and cut them up, and use sour cream and mayonnaise and chives and make sour cream potato salad. That is my absolute thing. There
0: you thing.
2: go. There you go. That really wouldn't take that much time and effort, to be honest with you.
3: Well, yeah. Well, it does in my world, J-Man. Well,
2: okay. <laughs> Got the skin <laughs> on or? Oh yeah, I'll leave on. the
3: skin on. On on the red potato salad with sour Hell cream. Yeah. Uh, it's
2: skin on. Okay, good. Well, you know, some people like the potato salad with a lot of mustard in it, and that's just, just not right, really. No.
3: No, not at all.
2: Or they yeah. use, you know, russet potatoes, no skin. Don't even exactly. use the red potatoes.
3: Boring.
2: Right. We'll, uh, we'll get Tammy to like, comment on kind that. Kind of like
3: Dwight, week, Dwight Eisenhower, just a mashed potato sandwich is what it is.
2: That's right. <laughs> so all right. Well I was just making sure. I just wanted to make sure yeah. you uh, you didn't have some, you know, freak weirdo left wing potato salad.
3: No, no, Schmoop. Schmoop minded her P's and Q's on the potato salad.
2: Yeah. At the Walmart. Unlike her
3: chili dogs.
2: Yeah, well, no, well, it was Italian sausages. You can't
0: now. I like work.
3: Italian sausages. We had this discussion uh, Thursday. I like
0: them.
3: Yeah. They're spicy. Yeah. It's like yeah. they got it's dark hair know? on
2: them and big boobs. This is a... this is a <laughs> Sofia Vagala <laughs> of Italian <laughs> sausages. <clears throat> uh, you know. It, it, it's okay. This is America, and you know it's it's a it's a melting pot. So
3: yeah,
2: you, you can let your well, I prefer sausage. to call I it a, a salad toast.
3: bowl. A salad <laughs> bowl where we all get mixed together.
2: Yeah, we we'll all get tossed.
3: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah,
2: but uh, you know it's it's important. You know, you make those uh, those sausages, those brats. Sausages or brats, apparently there's a difference. I didn't look it yeah. up this way. I you know, I didn't have time to look it up.
3: I didn't but, uh, either because I was looking for a bugler that couldn't play freaking maps <laughs> last night. <laughs> but uh, you know what man. What's that? It's a big weekend in Bagwan.
2: It is? Of course it is.
3: There's a place that offers you the chance to watch a Memorial Day parade and stare in disbelief as grown men wearing fezzes ride about on tiny scooters. You can hear the local high school marching band, butcher, hang on, sloopy, and watch every known piece of fire equipment ever invented pass before your eyes. A place where the humidity gets as high as the temperature, and whereupon stepping out of your dwelling He spontaneously burst into a puddle of sweaty and sweltering goo, your fluids pouring down your body like wax down a flaming candle. Oh, there's a place where at the top of every hour, it's announced by the clarion chime of the weeping and wailing of the children next door, crying as their drunken father smacks their mother with a hot spatula because she yelled at him for burning the hamburgers and peeing in the backyard. Need to relax from the domestic excitement for a little bit? Take a short and leisurely stroll to our nearby woods. And after finding your happy place within the rich flora and fauna, leave with your newfound friends. Three ticks infested with Rocky Mountain spotted fever and Lyme disease, and a dead bird stricken with West Nile virus, which fell from the crystal blue skies above, onto your head in the day and your discovery of this new and wonderful place with a friendly get-together and neighborhood cookout brats burgers beer and laughter are all on tonight's menu and then with a full stomach above your belt and a big smile below your nose it's time to end the evening with a spontaneous fireworks display instant hair loss from a misdirected roman candle and spontaneous blindness resulting from checking the fuse of a super happy golden shower flash pot are all part of the day. And now they're part of your day in pure bag wine. Your trip to bag wine begins at bagwine.org. Sounds
2: wonderful.
0: <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right.
2: Quick breaking news, Matt. Uh-oh. Jen Belima, wife of Arkansas head football coach Brett Belima, is in Destin, Florida on the beach where they wear bikinis. I will monitor her Instagram for yes. further updates throughout the day.
3: She is pretty hot.
2: <laughs> and I think that's about it. we got a little more than a minute to go.
3: Okay. So let's play a song and then come back and say goodbye. We'll do it. Puck! Putt- Yeah, 90 minutes and 3,000 videos later, J-Man. That yeah. song came out pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. All right, that's it.
3: Yep, happy Memorial Day, J-Man.
2: You, happy I mean, Memorial Day you to know, you? somber,
3: somber, somber yeah. Memorial Stomber
2: Day. Somber and... Thoughtful and reflective Memorial Day to (laughs) schmatt.
3: Thank you. (laughs) All right.
2: And to everyone out there, thanks for listening so much.
3: Yeah, and thanks as always, Jamie.
2: And thanks to Tamara for calling in. All right. That's
0: it.